Before I send it over to the interview with Ariel Phoenix for the November 2022 update, she mentions a new product that she has. It's the Bulk Publishing Masterclass, and it has an AI integrated spreadsheet, which is pretty cool. She tells us all about it and explains what it's used for and all that stuff. So I'll put a link in the description and show notes so that you can get to it really easily. And if it sounds like it's something that you're interested in, then you should definitely check it out. So very exciting. Ariel put together her own product and seems to be doing really well. I am an affiliate. So if you do purchase it, I really appreciate it. And I get a commission if you do buy it. So let's get over to the interview with Ariel. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington. And in this episode, we're getting an update for November from Ariel Phoenix. And we've been doing a somewhat of a case study slash coaching situation all this year. So we have uh, something like 10 updates out there so far. Great news. November, the update that we're going over today record earnings, which of course was uh, the goal the whole time. And we're going to dig into some of the details, including uh, the earnings, the traffic, things that went well, things that aren't going well. And Ariel actually has um, a a tool, uh, I think that's the right way to put it, that she uh, recently released. So we'll talk about that too and find out what it does and, and that sort of thing. So Ariel, how's it going today? Oh, good, Doug. Um, just a bit jittery and a bit cold, as I mentioned. Um, there's no heating in this room and I've had some caffeine, so those aren't going well together, but, <laughs> but it's a good day. So yeah, all good. Great. And you, you said you've been up for uh, like <laughs> 35 hours or something like that. I don't know what it was. Well, I, did, I did nap. I didn't. I was up until 8 a.m. today getting the the tool out, getting everything together, but I did have a nap. And, and then I'm back now. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's amazing. I, I didn't get a ton of sleep over the weekend, but I caught up. So like last night I slept almost uh, nine hours. So I hope that you'll be able to do that uh, soon and yeah. we'll make it a tight interview. So I won't keep you up too late there. So tell us about the earnings for November. As I mentioned, there were record earnings. So yeah. What were you at? Yeah, so November I earned my the portfolio earned uh, just under thirty four hundred dollars. So yeah, so that's a that's a, a high for the portfolio for the first time. Um, I thought November wasn't going to be that good, so it was nice to tally that all up. Um, of that, site two earned sixteen hundred or between sixteen and seventeen hundred, and site seven. Oh, I didn't add that up. Site 7 earned just under $300. So that's not really moving from, yeah, that's, I think that's been quite consistent. Okay. And uh, to refresh our memory, Site 2 and Site 7, can you talk about the the history of the, the focus and how we shifted this year just to get people up to speed before they listen to the rest of the episodes? Yeah. So Site 7, I reached out to you and said, I've got this site, it's growing really fast. I think it's going to be something quite good. And then we saw that the EPMV was really low. It's, it's actually at $6, $6.38, so it's not going anywhere. Um, and as we were watching that, we noticed that site two, which was obviously my second site, that started doing really well. Um, the EPMV was quite high on that site. So we started focusing back on that. We decided we'd focus on that and just watch Site seven to see what happened with it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Got it. And so in the, in the last month or so, what have you been working on? Anything go particularly well that, uh, you know, you would count as a win? Yeah. So, uh, chat GPT came out and everybody fell in love with AI, which is, that's a win. <laughs> Not really, but, um, you know, so chat GPT came out and I did, it gave me an opportunity to go back to site too, as I said, my main writer got pretty ill. She's got she's got like really bad arthritis and she moved to Canada, which I don't know why they've done that, but she um so she started slowing down with her production and um she tried as, as best as she could to keep up, but I didn't want to just hire anybody because of the type of um site that it is. Um and it's it was either it was either going to be me writing or her. So I not that I lost the passion, but it was I was finding it hard to write for the topics that I had in my content outline. And then ChatGPT came out and I found an opportunity to um, find different topics um, that I could just add to the topic cluster. They weren't necessarily um, high volume keywords, but they allowed me to interlink and just give give the the, the site more of a personality. Just, just going back to the, the kind of stuff that I started writing on it. And um, and the YouTube channel has been growing and it's, it's just getting more organic traffic and more, um, I don't know, what, what do you call the YouTube kind of traffic, social traffic? Sure. Yeah, so that's, um, I'm at 250 articles on that now. So I plan to work f- to focus on site two and my, my newest, the, the last site in my portfolio, that's been doing really well. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one in a few minutes. Now you have been a proponent of the AI tools and we've talked about it before, how you, you know, you could do some research, you use them as tools for certain pieces and that makes a whole lot of sense. In fact, you are one of the main people that I talked to that got me to actually try the tools because we, we went more in depth as you know, I'm still not quite convinced, but yeah. you mentioned chat GPT. And at the time that we're recording this, it's been out about a week. I haven't played with it yet. I'm usually behind on uh, any kind of timely or trendy things, yeah. but what's your first impression? When, Cause it sounds like you hopped in there right away. Yeah, I think Anne, Anne Moss mentioned that. Um, I, I had just started playing around with DaVinci 003 which was like the best part of GPT-3. Um, and I was impressed with that. And then I found out, I, I always knew that they were coming out with GPT-4. So chat GPT would be the beta version. So when I went to try that, um, yeah, I, because of how I've been using Jasper and how I get the, how I use my prompts, I knew it was going to be good. So I was quite, I was blown away by what it was able to, to what I was able to do with it. Um, and I think I, I'm a person that thinks that, Prompt writing is a skill or is an art and it can be, you can, the AI is only going to work as hard as you, as the prompt that you give it. So if you tell it to write an article about golf um, or write a post, uh, a paragraph about golf, it's going to write you a basic paragraph from what it can pull from. But if you give it more descriptive text, just as when you're getting like an AI image, the more description you give it and the more guidance you give it, um, the, the better the output is going to be. So, yes, yeah, so I've, I've, I've been able to do a lot with GPT, um, chat, chat GPT, just improving articles and 
improving internal links and contextual links and stuff like that. Okay. Can you give an example? Of course, you don't have to use specifically what's on your site, but can you give like an analogy? Like what can you do that's better um, in the new um, version? Um, you can do tables. You can do anything. Um, as you know, it, it writes code. It can do so many things, but I like to do tables. So I'll, I can get, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but you can do, you can improve some of your older articles really well if you if you just think about ways that you can improve them but um yeah mainly with the prompts if you if you've already written an article and you give it your text it can detect your tone so if you tell it to detect your tone and write in that tone it will do that um and and you know people have tried to test it with um gpt and detectors and stuff and it's it's really good it's i think it's really good it's, if you can implement it into a strategy that you already have that's working and you're not relying on it, just like with Jasper, you're using it, then you can get a lot done. Okay. It's very smart. Yeah. It may be. So when I've tried to use Jasper, even with more granular guidance and maybe even feeding information where I, I tell Jasper, hey, write a paragraph about live streaming on YouTube. And then I give a couple bullet points the output that I get from that is often not really what I'm looking for and I still have to fix it. Yeah, Maybe that's user error. It, perhaps it is, but I'm, oh. I'm kind of savvy. So I would imagine like if I, if I fucking tell it what I want it to write, it should <laughs> yeah. at least be able to do that. But it, you, it, it usually like fails. You said, when you, when you, when you, um, when you say um, write a paragraph about, is that how you do it? Do you just say write a paragraph about and then the thing? Or do you give it more? I've done, typically it's like write a paragraph about a thing. Sometimes I have given it like bullet points or whatever. And it's yeah. still, is that what you're supposed to do or what? Um, I think playing around with the prompt is where like you'll start to notice differences. So something as simple as um, construct, using the word construct or design or, or draft instead of write, um, things like that. And then the descriptors descriptive words in between so um like write a human sounding or a human toned um xyz and then you give it more just giving it a bit more um your prompt doesn't even have to be like one sentence it could be an entire paragraph full of details and you can repeat yourself to emphasize what you want it to focus on and um and it will do it so and, and you're talking jasper or chat gpt both, yeah both because um i've got Oh, we've, we've not moved on to this, but I've, I've been experimenting with um, the newest iteration of GPT-3 and prompts work in the same way. So I, I've given it the same kind of prompts that I give ChatGPT and it does a good job. It, it gives me what I need it to. It also um, does really well with HTML. So if you tell it to put this in, if you've got like comma, a comma separated list, if you tell it to put it in a HTML bullet list, it will do that. If you tell it to put it in a HTML table, there's, there are so many things that you can do that will make your workload easier. Um, not just writing a whole blog okay. post, which is how you've, I've always used Jasper. Okay. Gotcha. So, and like you said, you view it as a skill, uh, somewhat of an art, which, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> okay. But um, <laughs> what I was going to say is kind of funny. It, this is, um, you know, I think you'll take this in the spirit that it's meant, but 
when you say, you know, write in a human tone, it's like, of course, like what the fuck else are we trying to write? Like write like a robot. So it seems like a human didn't write it. Of course we don't want that. Like it should assume if we're asking it to write something that it should try to sound like a human, I Um, I would think, right? Because if you, because uh, a good, a good example is somebody asked it to write in KJV. So in, in the style of the King, King James um, version of the Bible, and it did that. So there, we have to think about um, what it knows as, as a a language learning model, which it always reminds you when you, when you ask it to give you a, a different kind of prompt, it says, Hey, I'm just I'm just a language <laughs> I'm just a language model. So to remind to remind you that it's not a person. So we might think if we're talking to each other, this is assumed. But with the with the robot, it's just ones and zeros. So it does need that guidance. So um, just small things like um, when you so writing write writing in a, a human tone. What what kind of human? If it studied all this different text from all these different time periods it needs more information. So then you could say modern and it knows in its timeline, modern is 2021 up to 2021. So writing in a modern human tone now gives it a a different, you know, paradigm. And then writing in a modern human tone um, of somebody who's knowledgeable about or has worked in this kind of magazine place, like all of these things just give it so much more color to go by. But again, we're just trapped in write a paragraph about speakers or, you know, it's it's not enough. Again, think about it as ones and zeros. Then you start to think, how can I flesh this out so it has more to go by? Right. That's a perfect answer, <laughs> by the way. So it's okay. not really human tone. It's a stylistic yeah, description, yeah. not right in a human it's tone. Because humans, what, yeah. like... Because otherwise we could say, oh, you know, write this in binary for machine code. And maybe mm-hmm. it can do that. I don't know. Probably yeah. not. But I, I I don't think it could do that. Maybe. It's supposed to be able to code, but I, I don't know. It does. Yeah. The code The code is amazing. The code. I, I'm not a coder. So, yeah. But people have had. It just does everything. It, it actually, if you've got bad code, it will it will tell you where it's bad and explain to you when it fixes it what, what you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we'll see yeah i was gonna say i mean i remember the same promises for the first version (laughs) like two years ago and the same promises for jasper things get better over time so i i probably hopefully at some point in the past i said it will get better i don't think this is the version i haven't used it yet so we'll see we'll see i i mean i think it can be used as a good tool but We'll go ahead and get into it now, then we'll keep going on your update, all right? But where do you see this playing out? So you're saying, hey, it can be really useful. If people start developing the skills and it's very easy to produce long-form content, the same kind that you are, does that, like, what does that do to the industry, to other websites, to the content coming out? What do you predict and say, like, say 12, 36 months, because it'll take some time, even if if this does work for people to get moving with it. But let's say it works and now it's within the hands of basically anyone. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good thing overall because it then pushes everybody to to make the better content that which that we all want. So um, even the way I'm using it now and the way I've always been using it is to make better content which is like 
creating um templates for videos and and doing so I think we're just going to have to lean more into the human side of 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 us which is you know just doing more things that the AI can't do so I think people are going to just start being more creative with it 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 it's going to push people to have to get in front of the camera build a brand um, all of the things that you should be doing anyway because we were getting kind of comfortable behind the this is a niche site I just have to put up loads of content and that's it um, because it's becoming so easy to get factual information and, and give people all the information the information now needs to stop being 2d and it needs to be you need to build a brand you need to build a moat around your brand you need to um, give people content in different formats um, so I think it's going to be good overall uh, and push people to do more things that show there is a person behind this brand there's someone that cares about this that knows about this so um, I think it will be good overall when you say that again great great answer you should uh, market this stuff but <laughs> what you described just makes me think, oh, then that means a person should just go ahead and write it, put some personality <laughs> behind it. And then That's we're back to square it. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could use it for little pieces maybe, but at the end of the day, it's like, oh, well, maybe you could save some time on research, but take your own pictures, do some video, yeah. network and meet people in the industry. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, I mean, the you may as well write the content yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I, the way I see it, I, like the way, like I said, where people would just pick random niches because it looks like this this niche is going to earn money and so on. People are going to be pushed towards picking a niche that they do have an interest in, something that they like. Like you've got a bear, a bear niche and stuff like that. These are things you're interested in that you will take the pictures, you will, you know, taste. You're going to go and drink <laughs> beer. And, and it, if it helps your site, it helps your site. So I think people are going to be doing things that they have interest in and have knowledge of more, which is a good thing. Um, but I do think that the, the AI will help people to make better content because that stuff is sorted and they can focus on adding more personality to it. So when I do it, and I've got a skeleton of, of, um, of a post. I've got the outline it's told me all the things that I need to cover. And if I'm an expert in the field, because I do it, I'm going to know, okay, I can, it's just going to prompt ideas in my brain. So I'm going to think, okay, I can add this in here. I can add, oh, I can put a picture of that there. So it, again, it just helps you make better content. I think when people stop their, because um, a lot of people are negative about AI, even though as good as it is and as good as it's going to keep getting like GPT-4 is said to be 175 times better than the current GPT that we've got in Jasper and things like that. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's lots of things to consider, but I think ultimately people are going to adapt and, and get better and, and some people are going to get left behind, I think. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I don't, I think most people are positive about, about AI, yeah. at least the ones I run into. So I'm, I'm, one of the few dissenters and I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, ah, you can use some stuff, but uh, generally people seem to be very positive that I run into. Generally. Yeah. So it's changed a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it could in just one week. It's yeah. been, it's been everywhere that if you, at one point I, I typed it in, I think this was just when it came out. Um, I typed it in and I could see all the news 
publications two hours ago. And then I saw Gary V had posted it to his, he'd done a video about it. And um, so a bunch of people went over to check it out. You can see in the comments, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, universities are worried about it because I that was the first thing I thought, what are they going to do about coursework and dissertations and stuff? Because it's so, it, if I was in uni now, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, but so they're worried, so. And to be fair, I haven't watched any of the stuff, but um, I can't imagine it could do that level of detail where universities, I mean, not that I think there's a huge amount of value in like a university education, depending on what it is, but yeah, I can't imagine the long form content. Again, I haven't used it yet, but I I just don't like- Yeah, you have to, you really, you're going to be, you're going to be, like I said, most people- there are people that I've seen on Twitter that said, you know, AI, AI content, et cetera, like the same things that you've said. But then when ChatGPT came out, it was just like, oh, okay, I, I take it back. Just all kinds of mind blown emojis and stuff. And um, and I just sat there for, I have no claim to it. It's not mine, but I just sat there thinking, ah, you see, <laughs> yeah. you, you like it now. So um, yeah, it's interesting, but no, it's really the fact that it can, the like the coding thing alone is a big deal but when you um when you think about how it interprets the data that you give it it's it's just amazing it's it's amazing what it's able to do and what it knows and once it can connect to the internet i think it's only going to be because it's not regurgitating information like you you could once you test it out you'll see that it's not just regurgitating information because it there was a woman on twitter that she'd been like keeping a diary of her childhood um, and um, of like to help her as, as therapy. And she gave it, she, she, she built her own like model and she uploaded her diary entries. And, um, and then she had a conversation with her younger self. So you've got young her and her present talking um, and, and talking through some of her issues. And she said, honestly, that was the therapy that she 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 couldn't get anywhere else because she was able to get like uh, clarity on the situation and it just felt it was unreal and I can imagine that she had like the amount of retweets that she had people were just like like where do I sign up so the, I think the the real world applications that can be built on this are, are just amazing. Okay, we'll have to move on, but you have. I mean, I think you made some good points. I always think about, you know, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And generally that holds, that does hold true. And what has been described does not sound like it adds up. I think, so. okay, there's there's another side to it. I'm, I'm sure you've watched a bunch of sci-fi or, or dystopian future kind yeah. of things where these, um, you know, it's the whole the concept of AI taking over. We we have we're, as we're using it, we are training this model. So there's that to consider. AI has just come out of nowhere, and it's it's advancing so fast, and we're so intrigued by it, which is what we do as humans, that we're giving it all of this data. We're uploading diary entries, so <laughs> we're giving it all of this data. So I think, um, as they say, if the, if something's free then we are the the product something along those lines so um so i think there is something to to not to be worried about but there is something deeper that we will see in the coming years but at the moment you know you can't you're not going to stop humans from being curious so. so what we'll do 
once I could play with uh, Chat GPT, which I don't even know if I can create an account now. Now that it's yeah, like, so can, crowded, I can't. So OpenAI account, yeah. Okay, so I'll check it out. We'll do a whole episode where we talk about it. Maybe once I get to play with it, I'll change my mind. But I still think <laughs> I just can't move on. I still think. I mean. Otherwise, humans are useless, right? So if we can't yeah. add to, like, if we can't add value, then yeah. uh, it doesn't need us at all. So um, I, I think we'll always be able to add value. We will, like, we we adapt. Um, people said that about when, um, you know, every revolution that we've had in in the human race. So people have said that about everything, um, and that we robots wouldn't be able to do this and that and they're taking our jobs and stuff. But um, in the end, we adapt, we become more creative, there'll be different roles that come out of it. So we, yeah. we just have to adapt. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'll use the tool, then we'll talk about it another time, it's a whole different yeah. topic. Okay, <laughs> we're back on the, uh, the November update. Yeah, so uh, traffic, you don't have to go through every single site or anything, but you know, a couple, yeah. couple of the sites, what, what did traffic do? Um, overall, the, the portfolio, because they're all on Ezoic, it was just over 80,000 um, visits. So um, site two had 20,000 visits and 24,000 page views. Site seven had 14,000 visits and 17,000 page views of that. Got it. And my newest site had 35,000 page views. So Okay. And let's talk about that. Um that new site a little bit. So you, I think in the last couple of months you have mentioned it. So can you tell us a little bit more about it, the history and kind of what the plans are moving forward? Yeah. So this is something I'm passionate about. So this was my long-term plan. I mentioned before that I've got the opportunity to make endless digital products and all kinds of stuff with it. I'm never going to run out of content. Um, it has over a thousand articles on it. And um yeah, and it's 11 months old now. Okay. So you've been publishing a ton, and was it all AI content? Where did all this content come from? No, so, sorry, I'm so cold. I've got a combination of, um, so a lot of it is written by me, the way I was writing before with Jasper, so co-written. Um, I don't quite, people always ask, is my content AI written? It's, it's co-written, so I don't know what to call that, but AI-assisted. Um, a lot of it is outsourced as well. So I have spent a bit on outsourcing the initial content because I wasn't, I didn't have the time to work on, on it in the beginning. Um, and then the rest of it is in a way programmatic SEO. So it's a type of programmatic SEO um, where I just update a, a spreadsheet or my virtual assistant goes in, adds data, and then I kind of move that data around, rewrite some stuff, and then I make a template. And because the article, the, the keywords are so similar, I'm able to just make one template and do some variables in the template and then import that data. So I could put up 40 posts about in a specific topic cluster. And then, yeah. And that's how I've been able to add so much content. Okay. And it's about 11 months old, but you said it's getting, what, 30,000, 40,000 page views a month? So 35,000 visits and 40,000 page views, yeah. Okay. That's what I had in, in November. 
Can you talk about the growth trajectory? So it's under a year old, but it's getting, you know, quite a bit of traffic. It sounds like, you know, maybe it's out of the sandbox. So can you talk about how it grew over the over the 11 months? Yeah. Um, what specifically? I don't know how to describe it. I can put a screenshot in our update in the blog post so I can show it. Um, okay. Yeah. So you can show, yeah. So there will be a blog post associated with this so people can get some uh, graphs and, and other graphics to dig a little bit deeper. But in yeah. in uh, this audio version here, can you just talk about like when traffic started to show up and then when did you hit say like some benchmarks over 10,000 page views or something like that? It doesn't have to be exact, but just yeah. was there six months and then all of a sudden you got out of the sandbox or how, no. how, did, you, how did it come? No, we're getting traffic why it started um so it went on ezoic I'm, I'm using the ezoic graph it went on ezoic in january in february and it had earned its first dollar pretty much the same when it when it went on in in february and then by march the traffic started picking up and it earned five dollars and it's it's gone up from then um but it really kicked off in august so you've got a slow, a slow slope up until August, and then it starts to, it starts to, um, I don't know what the word is, take off, I guess. Okay, cool. August. So it, it actually got traffic pretty quick, and then it, it took off after that. Okay. Yeah. Great. And when people ask you how long the sandbox is, how long, or what do you usually say? Um, all my sites have been different, but. I found with um, site seven, the more you publish up front is the quicker that period is going to be. You'll get traffic quicker. So the sandbox period could have been two years if I was only doing one post a month. Um, but because I just like front loaded it and threw a bunch of content up, it had more time to um, to mature. So I think it's all been compounding. And now I'm only starting to see because a thousand articles and 40,000 page views is not it's not a lot but it's still it's all starting to compound now because the age of those articles so yeah about how long are those posts um a thousand thousand words 1500 words okay and are there any that are really short or really long or is it all pretty much in that window no, I try to stay away from um, really short like maybe the the smallest will be like 700 words. Okay, cool. All right. And one thing that I, I took a look at earlier was your earnings for the portfolio when we first started working together. So you did a lot of work. I'm not taking any credit for this, but yeah. <laughs> the portfolio earnings, um, it was about $1,000 in December yeah. of 2021. So you've roughly 3x, a little bit more than 3x your earnings, which yeah. is fantastic. I don't remember the exact target of what you were aiming for, but I think it was generally like full-time income. So how do yeah. you feel about the progress you've made over the last 11 months? Yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Um, and obviously not just the size because because I've been quite public, I've, it's allowed me to have other opportunities. So the the site portfolio is is one income, but obviously I don't include all the other things I've been able to do. So um, everything is right in line. It, it does feel does feel really good um, to see when you look back and you see the growth. 
um it that's that's really good because you know that you've been doing the work um but it's only when you get you finally get rewarded six months a year or two years later that it starts to um it starts to um hit home and also this is my second year in like seo so and from speaking to loads of successful people year three year four is where it really gets fun and i know that i'm going to i'm i'm i can only work not work harder but i i'm only going to get better at what i'm doing and more um more what's the word um i think it starts with a p i'm drawing the blank um but yeah i'm only gonna <laughs> um i'm only gonna do better than i'm than i've done the previous year and so on so that's all going to keep compounding so yeah three 2023 is going to be a great year um publishing content and really um working on like going going deeper into what's working and um yeah, uh, and, okay. and year four is going to be, yeah. Um, I might be a nomad somewhere. We might the whole family might be just backpacking somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah, what are the plans for the next next year here? Um. So there's quite a few different things happening for my family. Um. My my brother. I don't know if I've mentioned before. He's um he's in Bridgerton. So that's coming out and um we've got quite a few different like family um, ventures to, to explore. Also, yeah, I can't give too much away, but yeah, 2023 is going to be a, a good year all round. Cool. And like Bridgerton, like the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that later. I think my, my, uh, maybe my sister watched that and I think my wife watched some too. So anyway. yeah, so we'll talk about it offline. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And then how about your websites? What's going on? What's the plan for those? So you have a portfolio, you have a couple sites that we've talked about primarily, and then the new long-term sites. So what, what's the plan for the portfolio? So I've finally, finally taking your advice. I've been taking your advice all along, um, which, which is um, why we're still here, but I'm, I'm going to be focusing on site two and my newest site. And I'm more than likely going to sell the others. A couple of them I can't sell. They're too like personal. They're too linked to me, but they can just sit. I'm just not going to do anything on them. Um, but I'm, I'm going to sell site seven and probably site four first. So I'll work in the, in the new year, I'll be working on getting those all ready for sale. So like I said, Shauna Newman mentioned a few things that are a good idea to do when you're selling a site. So add more content to it, really get it on a nice upward trajectory so you're handing over a, a good product. I, I'm confident in how I've built them anyway. Um, and like you mentioned before, the good thing is I do have like a, a network now that I can say, okay, this is the site. They know how I've built these sites. I've been quite open and honest about everything. So, um, yeah, so I'll get rid of some of those sites and hopefully put the cash back into site two and site seven, which are my long-term projects and um and work on a content i've already started designing my content plan for 2023 and that's just going to be split so um each quarter i'm going to be focusing on um content in the beginning and then going improving content and adding internal links and then i have like a soft outreach strategy that i want to finally implement and um yeah and i'll just keep rinse and repeat throughout the year and if people want to, at some point, you're going to announce when you're selling the site, so they should make sure they're following you 
on mailing list. I'm trying to build okay. that up now, which is yeah. Okay. So my, my mailing list is is getting there. Perfect. Very good. And before we uh, wrap up here, we did talk a lot last month about productivity. So how has that been going? That's been going really well. It's been going really well. Um, I've been doing the pom- I've forgotten how I've forgotten Pomodoro. How yeah, I've been doing that method. So I've got two screens up there. Um, one has my timer, and then that I get a break, and then I just go and do something else, and then come back to it. Um, and that's really helped. So I've, it's kind of like the time blocking method that you mentioned because I'm only doing some. I'm only doing that one thing in that time. I can see now, I'm not going to lie to you, I can see all of my tabs are still there. So that's something <laughs> I'm going to work on into the year. Um, but but that's, I definitely feel a lot more productive. I'm not doing as much despite that, despite staying up until 8, 8 a.m. Um, I'm not doing as much. I don't feel burnt out, but I do want to get some more sleep. So <laughs> going into the new year, I'm just going to focus more on productivity I need to get a new laptop and clear everything off and um, all of those, all of those things um, that should help. Quick thing on the, on the sleep. I can't remember when we talked about it, but basically I didn't get enough sleep the last couple of days. And yesterday I was, I didn't feel all that tired. I woke up like normal, but just everything was irritating me. And I was just in a crabby mood all all day long. I luckily realized that I was in that situation by like 8 a.m. I was like, everything, everything is annoying me. And (laughs) I I was like, it's because I didn't get enough sleep for the last several days. And I'm not talking like I stayed up all night. It was just like several nights in a row. I got like six hours of sleep instead of like eight or eight and a half. Mm. And it, slowly added up so like everything was just uh, it put me in a bad mood yesterday yeah. but i didn't not too often i didn't spiral out of control yeah. and my wife was like what's going on with you and i think i i think it's my sleep yeah like, i just got to go to bed early tonight everything's <laughs> gonna be okay but yeah. what i have realized in the last probably just six to nine months or so i'm in a way better mood everything's easier I'm smarter, Mm. like whatever work (laughs) I'm trying to do, I finish it so much faster when I'm rested. And I mean, you can't get great rest every single night, but if I could do it like 70 or 80% of the nights, that's, that's fine. Like I could operate with that, but I I didn't realize it probably through like most of actually like probably all of college from, you know, when I got to college, when I was 18 until when I was like 35 and I got laid off, I probably yeah. wasn't getting enough sleep and I was yeah. just like uh, a drag to be around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so if you can, if you can solve the sleep thing, like yeah. you'll be more productive and then like, like a lot of things won't matter as much. Yeah. So, I think something, something's wrong with me though. Cause I, I am, um, when I get so tired, I, I reset and then I'm, too energized so it's like (laughs) I go into a different mode and then I can't miss my opportunity to sleep which is probably wreaking havoc on like on my on me long term on my long-term health but um I don't get yeah I don't get so tired that I get um grumpy or anything I just get I'll probably just stay up and I won't feel affected by it which is 
like I said, is probably doing a lot of harm. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I do. I'm, I'm putting sleep on my priority list for sure. Yeah. Even if, yeah, I, I think it's usually good. I mean, I, I used to be able to get by on like whatever, five yeah. or six hours, like tons of caffeine to yeah. you know, back that up. And it, I mean, it was, I thought it was fine, but I, it was, it's only afterwards where I'm like, ah, yeah. that probably wasn't as great. So, yeah. I mean, ev- and everyone's different too. Some people don't need as much sleep. You have a kinder demeanor than I do. So that <laughs> probably helps too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're selling some sites now. Anything else with your portfolio that we should mention? Um, yeah, I did say, is this a kind of a little plug? I just released, um, a tool today which is called um a bulk it's called my bulk publishing masterclass and um that is my ai integrated spreadsheet so i call it my google sheet on steroids because it's got it's powered it's a powered google sheet and um, you can just give it prompts and whatever keywords that you've got you can put a list of keywords in generate titles generate outlines generate your blog content your research anything um, so that I released that today and that's been doing really well. Um, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. That's why I'm not, I'm not stepping back from AI anytime soon. I think, yeah, learning how to use it is the main thing and using it to get ahead. We're in a world where everybody's going to be going crazy with it is, I think that's very important. And we'll put a link so people could check out the tool and everything. So does the tool just do like preliminary research or does it also generate the blog content? It can generate the blog content is based on what prompts you give it. So I've got some default prompts, which are like things to answer your people. So ask questions, um, things to get the title, things to do um, blog introductions and stuff like that. But you can add your own prompts that tell it exactly what you want it to do in that cell so it's just grabbing the data from the cell so you could put you could put a whole like wikipedia page in a cell and tell it what to do with that cell so you could tell it to extract all the you know whatever you need it to do um it, you can now do it in the sheet and then what ai engine powers it it's gpt3 davinci 3 if i think most people's knowledge of gpt3 just goes up to gpt3 but DaVinci 003 is their newest, um, is their latest iteration just before the um, chat GPT, which is more than likely um, GPT 3.5 as they're working on um, beta. So it's, it's pretty good. The DaVinci 003 is really good. Got it. Okay, cool. So we'll link up so people could check it out. And there's probably like some video content on your channel that shows uh, you using it or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a, an introduction on my channel. Very good. Awesome. We'll, we'll link up to your channel and your blog and other places like that. And you're, you're pretty active on Twitter, right? So people should follow you there. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter's where it's, tw- Twitter is where it's at, as people say. Um, yeah. I've been, been, been very vocal on Twitter. Um, lots of people, lots of people gave me quite a bit of feedback, which is why I went ahead and made it. Um, I just crossed th- 5,000 visit- um, followers on Twitter, which is cool. And um, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for the update and we'll catch up with you in about a month then. Thanks a lot to Ariel. Really appreciate her taking the time to give us an update. 
And it's cool to see that she came out with her own product. And if you are interested in the bulk uh, publishing framework, be sure to check out the link in the description. It, um, it's been amazing seeing the progress from when we started. She was making $1,000 per month. She has 3X that. She's done a ton of work. But I think like when I worked with Christy, you can actually like hear the difference and the, the confidence level of what she's working on and what she will be doing in the future. So it's pretty cool. I do need some feedback from you though. So you can shoot me an email feedback at doug.show because I'm curious about the, uh, the AI tool discussions. So we, we try to have a back and forth and it's not really a debate. I don't have too much of a, I don't have a horse in the race, as they say. I have uh, some opinions, but they're fairly loosely held. So I, I maybe sound like I have some strong opinions, but they are loosely held and I'll change my mind when I get new information and I've been uh, curious and interested. I want to make sure it's not uh, boring to hear about. Now, Again, you can shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. Do you like these kind of discussions? Now, one thing that I realize as a podcast listener and uh, just a consumer of content is if you have a few people and they all just agree with each other, it's kind of not very interesting if you just say, yeah, I, I agree with that and I agree with that. Sometimes, you know, there's going to be some disagreements or differences of opinion. Now, you don't want that constantly because that's no fun either. But occasionally, like I hope this is coming out where uh, if you do talk to people or you hear other content on the AI tools, I think at least most of it that I run across is extremely positive and there's very few dissenting opinions. So I, like I said, I hope when I have discussions with uh, Ariel or other proponents of the AI tools, that it is interesting to hear both sides. And like I said, hopefully you can tell that my opinions are fairly loosely held and I don't really care that much. I mean, I think probably with the right application of the tools, they could be extremely useful for the things that I usually do. It's not very useful for me and one observation that I have is a lot of beginners and, and newer people are trying to use the tools to take a shortcut and replace hard work or things that are difficult. Maybe they're not writing the content themselves, but maybe they would have to go and hire individual writers or something like that. And that's difficult to do. So I'm, I kind of view it as a shortcut and we're all human and we're all looking for the easiest route. So I don't blame anyone for that, but I, I definitely see people that are probably wasting time and resources. And as I have published some videos that they're not necessarily negative about tools like Jasper, they show me trying to use the tool and how it doesn't always work out how I expect. So there have been several comments where people say, yeah, I tried it out and it did exactly what you're experiencing, Doug. It's not giving me the output that I expected. It takes me a long time to get output that is kind of usable. And then I just have to massage it and work with it. So like I said, the right application, maybe it works great. 
my friend Matt Jevanisi, he said that he uh, uses it sometimes when he has to write like ads and he has repetitive copy. So it's kind of short form and he just needs to like rephrase it and he needs, you know, the same kind of uh, sentence, the same kind of ad copy, like 10 or 15 different times. And it's a little bit faster to use a tool like Jasper to just like rewrite it and restate it. And then he could massage it from there and short form, not like 2000 words or something like that. Anyway, the point is, let me know if you like to hear these kind of discussions where it's a little bit more of a debate instead of just everyone agreeing about how great any of the AI tools are. I think that's it for today. Thanks a lot. If you're not uh, subscribed wherever you're consuming this, please subscribe, leave a uh, review. That kind of helps out too. And we'll catch you on the next episode.